I said magically because it's literally you can wave a wand and poof, you no longer have to accept sessions on weekends. It's that easy. Basically, I want you to decide what you want and execute it. And the way that you do this is you just forget all of those noisy thoughts in your head that are trying to fool you of why it's a bad idea. Because if that's the thing that you want, if you want to stop shooting sessions on weekends for a more harmonious and full life, then that is a great idea and you should follow it. When I first started my wedding photography business back in 2011, I made just $5,000 in my business. Now I bring in multiple six figures per year while working only 30 hour weeks serving my dream couples. I'm here to help you discover that it's so possible to have what you want when you want in your business so that you can create the life you've always dreamed of and deserve. Welcome to another episode of the Shine and Thrive podcast, episode 83. I'm your host, Sarah Monica, and this is the space where I love to empower photographers to cultivate lifestyle and financial and creative freedom from the inside out. I am all about freedom on this podcast. So a lot of you that have been following me for the podcast for the past two years now, I can't believe it's been two years. Uh, the anniversary passed a couple of weeks ago. Um, I, and you know, I took a little bit of a break because you've been probably popping in here and being like, hmm, there's no new podcast episode this week or next week. So thank you so much for your patience with that with me. Um, I took a month long break after the launch of Omi and I needed it. Uh, it was a year long full of, you know, course creation launches. I created the Crystal Clear Marketing Mini Course, launched that. Then I created the Intuitive Storytelling Course and I launched that. And then I relaunched Outsourcing Made Easy, um, which is a course that I open up the doors to once a year. So on top of that, on top of all that, I had, a, of course, a full wedding season pretty much because I think I ended up having about 25 weddings this year. Um, so it's nice that things like picked back up. So I had that. And I'm pregnant for the first time. So um, I had to navigate, you know, July and August were pretty interesting. I think they were like the hardest months for me this year because I felt so nauseous, so exhausted. I would literally sleep for 10 hours, which I'm so grateful for that I got to do that. But even if I would get that sleep, I felt like I slept two or three hours. I just felt so tired. And so I just needed the break. And I took all of November to just chill, um, relax, start nesting really hard, uh, which was so much fun. And it was really nice because thanks to outsourcing, I was pretty much done my season as soon as I stopped shooting. So I didn't have a backlog of editing of all this stuff to, to catch up on. So it was so nice and peaceful to just take November off. And actually funny, <laughs> funny little update. So as I've been nesting, uh, I decided to go onto Facebook Marketplace and buy some things for baby through there. Cause I'm like, I don't want to buy new for things that, you know, we don't really need for that long. And plus it's more sustainable if you buy things used, lightly used, and you save money on top of that. So 
just for fun, I'm actually going to share with you guys how much um, money I saved buying baby stuff off of Marketplace. And I'm not going to share you the like full list, but I literally, I was a nerd about it because I personally love projects. I love uh, seeing the results that I get from the effort that I put into something. And so I literally kept track of every single thing that I bought on Marketplace. I kept track of how much I paid for it in cash and how much it would have cost brand new with tax. So I made a whole list of it. So that was like my mini little personal project in November. I kept track of it and I won't bore you with obviously every single item, but in total, I would have paid $7,000 for buying everything new that I got off Facebook Marketplace, okay? Everything new with tax would have costed us $7,000. I ended up spending, for all those things, only $1,590. So basically $1,600. That is a total savings of $5,400. Boom, kablowy. My brain was just like, I got so obsessed with Marketplace. It was like this little side hustle. So, of course, the entrepreneur in me is like, hmm, money saved is kind of like money earned. So, I felt like in November, I like earned $5,400 by not spending it on baby stuff strategically. So, that was a fun little project. And in case you are someone that, you know, is trying to find a way to save some money here and there on things, Uh, Facebook Marketplace is such a fun, amazing thing uh, to go to. If you have any questions about it, literally just DM me and I can nerd about it with you on like strategies on how to even ask for a lower price and all that kind of stuff on there. Um, And also how to be even smart and efficient with your Marketplace pickups, because of course your time is valuable. And you actually have to go and drive to pick up the items. So what I would do is I would prepare like marketplace pickup routes that were the most efficient of my uh, use of my time. So I would do one whole day where it would be like a a route that I figured out and I, you know, uh, told people, I'm like, oh, I can be here at this time. And then the next person at this time. And it would just be this like magical journey of picking up all my items in one day and saving so much money. So that's pretty much what I've been doing. (laughs) I've been like taking it easy And I wanted to make sure, I never ever want to just create an episode on here just to put out an episode. I always want to make sure it has a ton of value and it leaves you feeling inspired. It leaves you with actionable steps you can take to take your business and life to the next level. So I am so excited to dive in and talk to you all about how to magically stop booking sessions on weekends. And I wrote it magically just for fun. I love like all sorts of like woo-woo stuff, like spiritual magic, like things that are, you know, out of this world. But I I dropped that word in there intentionally because it literally, you can stop taking on sessions on weekends. And this is only if you don't want to, right? If you love taking sessions on weekends, you do you, right? You know your lifestyle, you know, maybe your spouse works on weekends and that's what you prefer, whatever, right? This is meant for people I mean, this is basically for photographers. This episode is for photographers that want to have a schedule on their terms. And usually on average, we want to not shoot sessions on weekends because most of the time our loved ones, our family and friends have that time off and we want to spend time with them, right? So I said magically because it's literally you can wave a wand and poof, you no longer have to accept uh, sessions on weekends. It's that easy. And you're like, okay, how is it that easy? Like, how do I, how do I just implement that into my business? And to that, I say, 
just stop booking sessions on weekends. It's as simple as that. And this, my friends, is called a boundary. So basically, I want you to decide what you want and execute it. And the way that you do this is you just forget all of those noisy thoughts in your head that are trying to fool you of why it's a bad idea. Because if that's the thing that you want, if you want to stop shooting sessions on weekends for a more harmonious and full life, then that is a great idea and you should follow it. So I had this idea for this episode because I had one of my um, OMI students say in a coaching call the following. She basically said, ideally, I want to not have as many family sessions on weekends so I can have more time for my life on weekends. But that is a big dream. So I will just start slowly taking less and less on weekends over the years. So as soon as I heard that, I can intuitively and also in her language feel that what was driving her decision was fear. So her fear was pretty much something I think we all feel in different steps and different chapters of our our photography journey is not getting bookings if, right? So if I do this, maybe I won't get as many bookings. Or if I change this in my business, maybe people won't book me. So her fear was not getting bookings if she didn't offer weekend spots. And by the way, just for context, she is a family photographer. So she specifically focuses on offering family sessions. And so of course, in her mind, she's like, well, most people work and then kids have school. So of course, families are prefer weekends, right? For family sessions. So it makes sense. But isn't it funny how our brains can make up silly stories like that, that put limitations on us just because of certain facts that we know in life that most people have jobs and then most kids have to go to school. And therefore, we think the only solution is to offer sessions, family sessions on weekends. So it's silly to me because it's as if like her offering sessions on weekends was the most valuable thing she offered and not the actual photos or the session experience itself. So let me repeat that again because you might have missed it, right? So her fear was kind of telling her that her if if she stopped offering sessions on weekends, that meant that that was the only value add she had. So that meant that if she offered them on weekdays, no one would book her because they would think she wasn't worth worth it, right? And that comes down to a deeper level of a feel that feeling of not feeling worthy enough or good enough, right? So it's it could be a whole conversation on so many deeper levels, right? But a lot of us can end up thinking this way, which is a very dangerous road to go down on because it's what keeps us stuck. And it keeps us stuck thinking that we are not good enough or not worth it if we take away this one way of doing something in our business. Or maybe even deeper, <laughs> we choose not to put up those boundaries because we are scared that if it actually comes true, our biggest fear of no one booking us, our fear of not feeling worthy enough will become actually true to us. And that is painful, right? As humans, we are literally programmed to belong, right? So that is, that is a that one of the biggest fear to us is like not being good enough and not being accepted, right? 
But of course, that won't happen because it's literally impossible that no one would ever, ever book her again if she only offered weekday sessions. Are you following me? Okay. So one of the best ways to following through with doing things that scare us is to see examples of people who are doing the thing that we want and then actually being successful at it. So when I gave her the example during the coaching call of, but hey, Kristen Lewis, who is a documentary family photographer, she shoots only on weekdays and she charges premium. So this is what she said back to me. She said, oh, but she has so much experience, right? And that is an example of her arguing for her limitations that are in her mind that are holding her back and for her fears, right? And okay, yeah, Kristen Lewis has a lot of experience, right? And to that, I thought, yeah, she has great experience in setting boundaries, choosing what kind of service she wants to offer, and then charging what she knows she's worth. So of course she was talking about experience, like her experience as a photographer. I know that. But that thought was very limiting in this context. So in her mind, it meant that because Kristen had so much experience of being a photographer, that's the reason why she can pick and choose when she works. But this is simply just a made-up story in her mind, right? You can choose your working schedule from day one with zero experience if that's what you want to do. So I did this. I am a personal living true example of me doing this. So I told her that when I started my photography business 10 years ago, from day one, I knew that if I chose to offer weekend dates, that down the line, it would be so much harder to get out of that. This is called long-term thinking, right? So I prioritized my boundaries and holy crap, did it ever pay off? Because not only did people understand and respect that it didn't have weekends available, by the way, especially clients that pay higher rates understand this for some reason. When you increase your rates over time, the caliber of the client changes and they totally respect you and your boundaries so much more. Just FYI. So not only when you raise your rates, are you making better money, but you're also working with people that totally respect you so much more. Um, so, so not only did people respect and understand that I didn't have weekends available, right? But I think I only missed out on two wedding bookings in 10 years where they knew that I couldn't do their engagement session on the weekend because they specifically asked about that availability. So they were specifically like, hey, so by the way, we have limited availability with our jobs. Like, do you offer engagement sessions on the weekends? And I specifically said no, because um, that's how I cultivate my life <laughs> work balance or harmony. Right. And so I missed out on those two bookings. Um, but that's okay because guess what? Over the last 10 years, I've shot over 250 weddings. And if only two didn't book me and two backed out because of that, then it doesn't really make a difference. They just simply weren't the right fit for me. I wasn't the right fit for them. And that's okay. So I hope that that story of me sharing with you how I decided on day one that I don't do that. That's my boundary. I don't offer sessions on weekends. Um, I hope that that puts your fear into perspective on the quote unquote missing out on clients, right? It's just a limiting belief. So I also knew that I had to give her another example in the context of family sessions so that she could feel like it was possible for her too. 
So I told her, and I keep saying her, her name is Anna. I should just say, say Anna, um, (laughs) um, to make it easier to understand. But I told Anna that I don't even specialize in family photography, but when I do sessions for past wedding clients, I explain that my availability, I never, I can never say that word. I explain that my availability is only on weekdays and that families love to make a special day of it by taking time off work or school. And guess what? That is what they do most of the time. They're like, oh, I never thought about it that way. And they end up taking a half day off work or school or a full day. And what I want you to remember is that you have the power to guide your clients into the experience that will be special for them. And for them to put family first on that one day when you're doing the session, when they're doing the session, is such a treat and it's such a fun and special thing to do. Um, not only for the parents, right, to have a day off work, but for the kids too. Like, remember when you were younger and it's like, oh my God, I get to not go to school. It's such a special day, right? That ends up being part of the experience you provide, funnily enough, and you're not even there for that part of the day. So that one suggestion in that email that you sent to your clients um, could be that one sentence in your email template that you already have set up that is actually cultivating part of your client experience that is fully automated. And on top of that, it helps clients want to work on your schedule because they see the benefit of it. Remember, the the way to persuading people to do something that you prefer them to do, right? It's like, yeah, book me on a weekday, is to show them the benefit of what's in it for them. And that is pretty much you're pretty much it's so easy when you show them what they get. They're like, oh, actually, I didn't think about that. Okay, yeah, that's a good idea. So if you're like, okay, this all sounds great, but how do I just make, how do I do this? And you're like, you're like, yeah, Sarah, I know you just said just stop accepting sessions on weekends. Um, that's what you have to do. Like that is just what you have to do. Everything else that's popping into your mind is just noise. It's just all the fears, all the worries, all the thoughts. And in order to make this happen for yourself, you need to just start now, right now. If you already know, you're like next year, 2022, I don't want to have any engagement sessions or family sessions on weekends. Put this boundary up now. Decide now as you're listening to this episode and everything will fall into place. It's going to become so much easier. I promise you. And I'm not kidding. Like put up the boundary now and literally say this to yourself. I no longer shoot sessions on weekends. Again, I no longer shoot sessions on weekends. So the longer you stay in this reality of, sure, I'll, I'll do it. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll move my schedule around or not see family or friends just to do the session for you. The longer you stay in this reality, the more attached you will be to it. And the more that you will think that the part of your success as a wedding photographer is attached to you offering (laughs) sessions on weekends. So remember, your success as a photographer has nothing to do with offering weekend dates. The sooner you choose to put a boundary up around that, the sooner you will realize that by only offering weekday dates, that won't make or break your business. It's actually the experience that you create before, during, and after the session that makes or breaks your business. So your time and energy and effort is much more 
important to put into the actual experience you create for your clients and not when you do the sessions, like if that makes sense. So just pick your schedule and stick to it. Um, and all you like, all you have to do to put this into place is write in your pricing guide near your collections or your packages or whatever, just write sessions available only on weekday days or evenings. And obviously write down whatever your preferred schedule is, right? That's just mine. So write whatever works for you. Um, but then also make sure to include it in the email to set expectations and then bam, you're done. That's it. Boundaries set and no exceptions because once you say yes once, you'll find yourself going back and forth for each client deciding, being like, should I make this exception for them or not? Should I or not? And that is freaking draining. And just no, no, just no exceptions at all. Because once you do it, they will also expect it from you in the future. And then maybe even their friends and family will. So it's just a boundary. And trust me, it feels so good. It feels so liberating once you do it. So I want you to check in with yourself right now. Are you making decisions in your business, such as, you know, offering sessions on weekends out of desperation and not wanting to miss out on a client booking, which by the way, you don't even know if you would miss out on it or not. It could just, it's literally just a story that's created in your head. It's just a reality floating around in your head. It's not true yet. Or are you putting on your long-term thinking hat and realizing that the experience you create for people now is what they will expect in the future? So as soon as you offer, you open up fan, or sessions on weekends, that's what people will expect. As soon as you put the boundary up of, no, I don't have availability on weekends, that's family and friends time, or that's me time to photograph weddings, right? Like as soon as you put that boundary up, that is what people will expect in the future. So remember. Life is too short to argue for your limitations. I say argue for the possibilities. And one thing that I have to say that is so key is I've noticed that the students that have the most success coming out of my courses or by being coached by me, they simply listen to what's possible for them. Um, literally listen to what I've been able to create and then adopt that mindset right away and don't look back. Meaning they choose to let go of the noise that's in their minds of the noise of like, oh, but what if this happens? Or what if I try it and I can't do it because of this? Or what if I, no, 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 stop, 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 stop. That is just noise in your head. Focus in on the internal. What is it that you want? Declare that you want it and you're going to make it happen and just do that. Follow the steps to do that. And I promise you, it'll all fall into place. And realize if it's possible for me to set that boundary and be a successful photographer, and if it's possible for Kristen Lewis, who is a documentary family photographer, to also set that boundary, um, then it's possible for you too. So I'll leave you with that. And if you are committed to this in this moment, to yourself, to your life, to get your weekends back, I want you to show me your commitment by DMing me right now. So literally just go to Sarah Monica photo on Instagram, Sarah, no H Monica with a K and write me. I no longer accept sessions on weekends. Just write me that sentence, whether we've connected before or not, write me that sentence. I no longer accept sessions 
on weekends and you will see how good it feels. You will feel like you've committed to yourself. You will have declared it to me and we can also connect and chat more about that. So make sure to do that. I cannot wait to connect with you and just know that the reality that you are dreaming of is so possible for you. Yay! Thank you so much for hanging out with me and tuning into this episode. If you got value out of it, please feel free to message me on Instagram at Sarah Monica Photo. That's Sarah No H, Monica with a K photo, to let me know. I get so freaking energized hearing from others that what I've said has had a positive impact on their lives. Also, make sure to hit subscribe to the Shine and Thrive podcast to never miss an episode. I'm so grateful for you and I'm sending you all the productive vibes your way so you have the best week ever. Do you love shooting but hate the endless admin, culling, and editing that follows your wedding and portrait bookings? Yep, me too. In fact, if you're anything like me, you got into photography to get out from behind a desk. And yet, the irony is, the more you shoot, the more there is to do on the back end, which translates to more time spent behind your computer screen and less time doing what you love most, which is shooting. But the good news is, I have a game-changing free resource that can help you break free of the cycle and cut down these precious hours by, guess how much? Up to 70% of the hours that you usually work. Is called my three-hour post-wedding smart workflow checklist, which as the name suggests, shows you my exact step-by-step workflow for getting all of these tasks completed in just three hours. Yep, that's right. Literally from backing up the photos on a wedding night through to delivering the online gallery to my clients in just three hours. Inside the guide, you'll find a detailed breakdown of exactly what I do and don't do in my workflow how long everything takes me, what I outsource, when, and to who. This includes the editing service and gallery providers I use. Plus, tips throughout for streamlining the process even further that have been honed in over my 11 years experience in business. And P.S., the same process I outline in this guide is transferable for both brand and portrait photographers too. So I got you too. Do you need to see it to believe it? I don't blame you. Head to saramonica.com forward slash workflow to download a free copy straight to your inbox and join a crew of photographers working smarter instead of harder in their photography businesses. Sarah is spelt without an H and Monica is spelt with a K. So that's saramonica.com forward slash workflow and make sure to download this powerful free resource now.